Hey y'all, before we get started with this episode, a quick disclaimer that Christian and I are trying out something new for our interview equipment, so our audio is a bit rough, but our guests sound fantastic, and it's a great episode, so please, please keep listening, and without further ado, here's that episode. Welcome, Welcome to, to Drunk Mythology. Mythology. I'm your co-host, Krista Hunziker. And I'm your co-host, Christian Madonna. We are back from hiatus. Uh, it's been a minute. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. What a minute it has been. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like, you know, we promised that we would be back, and then we disappeared because we lied. But the world's <laughs> back. Well, the world. Look who's back. Back again. We are back. Tell all friends. We may be gone, but, you know, we'll come back after that. We'll always come back. Um, <laughs> if you love us, let us go and we'll come back. Absolutely. And, of course, you know, now the world's back together-ish. It's getting there. It's getting there. We're, we're like a harbinger of that. Now that we're back, America's back, it's all good. Yeah, it's, it's trending upward. And we are actually joined by um, two special guests this, uh, this episode. Yeah, so we decided to come back with a bang with some uh, special guests who wanted to to join us to talk about some of their favorite myths and um, some projects that are really exciting that they got going on. Yeah, um, you're going to meet the creators and character designers of Mythological, an upcoming animated series. So, uh, Nicole and Giada, feel free to talk about yourselves. Hi, um, I'm, uh, I'm Nicole O'Hara. I am the creator of, or one of the co-creators of Mythological, um, and it's something near and dear to my heart. It's a series about uh, uh, four misfit lesser deities just trying to make their way in the world um, where, you know, if all the myths, legends, gods of all the religions and mythologies in the world come together and have to survive in one place. Um, and, and so I'm excited to get this started. And Giada is our most talented... Oh, yeah, thanks. she is our most <laughs> talented <laughs> character designer. Um, oh, so, Jada, want to so introduce yourself? <laughs> uh, well, so I'm Jada. Hi, everybody. And I am the character designer of Mythological. So what can I say? This is an incredibly amazing show. And basically, I am doing a fantastic and very fun job, which is creating the designs of our characters. And... Well, it's so fantastic because uh, I see them grow. And, uh, well, basically, when you create characters, you feel like a sort of demiurge because you you actually build uh, characters from the ground up. So um, I'm excited. And these characters are very original. It's something that you've never seen before. So I would suggest to stay tuned. <laughs> and see our characters becoming alive. Absolutely. I'm so happy that we discovered you on Facebook, Giada. It was probably the best thing to ever come out of Facebook, ever. Uh, can you tell us a little more about the characters? Hey, you keep talking about these four. I want to know. Yeah, um, so our four main characters include Cthulhu Jr., Kuna, Lil G, and Sheena. Uh, Cthulhu Jr. obviously comes from the Cthulhu Mythos by H.P. Lovecraft. He's a totally made-up character. We decided to make the son of Cthulhu. Um, and he's this, you know, shy, introverted, 
supposedly evil character that just has the worst time being evil. He absolutely <laughs> cannot do it. Every time he's in his death and destruction classes, he he just he's so bad. He can't even make like a scary face. It, there's no comparison. Um, and much to live up to. <laughs> yeah, there's too much to live up to. Exactly. You know how do you how do you follow through with Cthulhu? Um, Kuna comes from uh, Polynesian mytholo- uh, mythology religions. Um, also a made up character, but he's a volcano god that you could compare to. Uh, I believe the name is Pele. The alcohol is starting to kick in. I can feel it. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but I think her name is Pele, and she is a volcano goddess from Hawaiian mythology. Um, so we wanted to introduce that kind of storytelling as well, because not a lot of people hear about it. Lil G is this tiny little Buddhist monk um, who's just so optimistic. He is going to be your best friend in any situation. And then, just because we need a female voice in this group of boys, we have Sheena, who is one of the forgotten and also made-up daughters of Shiva the Destroyer. Um, and she she's kind of the the, the brains of, of the operation. She doesn't take any shit from anybody. She's going to strive to become the best she can be. And, you know, we'll see what we can do in this world uh, of the plains where their livelihoods are dependent on their number of followers so that's kind of like where we start with this yeah just like all of us right i love it it's yeah like exactly a, it's like a mythological alternate universe like high school where everyone's got like mm-hmm. follower yeah. accounts. i was I gonna say that they're all they've all got to be like teenage equivalents you know it's like oh, yeah I'm they're like in years old you're like 16. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like they're actually more in this like college age because I feel like oh. you don't really get to see that like university. Like I'm eighteen to twenty one. You like, never just. It, it's like life. Yeah, ends. like seventeen. If you're anime, that's yeah. you, you've already saved the world at like eleven. <laughs> yeah, you fall in love with your true love when you're twelve. What else is there? <laughs> right? Yeah, like Giada. Yeah, Giada and I are in our like you know early going into our mid twenties, and we're like. I don't know how to do this. How do we figure out life? It's impossible. So we were like, you know what? Let's just make a story about us. Yeah. And how lost we all are. I love that. I think that one of um, the the characteristics of these gods is that, like, as, at least talking about um, the four main characters, they are very genuine to themselves. And so this makes them universal universal in a sense that um who watches this this tv show can uh feel empathetic towards the characters um so that's i think that's a good point no totally i i think one of the things that really draws us to mythology is how relatable and empathetic most of these deities and heroes are like they're both larger than life but they generally are also very like nervous and petty and yeah, they're flawed and very human despite yeah. being like demigods and gods. Yeah, they're mostly just human. They're just extra. They're just. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, one hundred percent. Like, I think that's what we want to do with the show too. Is that like we can take, I don't like if we're talking about like the Bible for example. We have characters like uh, Samson and Delilah, 
and we want to explore them more as just kind of people you know like the bible was written but what happened after the bible and that's kind of where we are now in the plains in mythological so myth and logical and again that's myth and logical um it's yes. not a web series right that you guys are putting together and it's like focusing on sort of gods in the modern day right like how they have to get more followers to be more powerful and have a higher standing in like sort of a, a ranking system right yes exactly is uh, yeah in a, in a sense yeah like it is it is about like there's this ranking system um and it's more about like you know what what happens to religion and can religions and gods die um that's something that we we kind of talk about um in the show and it's kind of like a really important part of how we were forming it because you know i was started thinking about like you know we have all these gods we have these myths but what happened to all the gods and traditions that stopped existing because people died off you know like their memory kind of stops existing and so that's like the the stakes that these characters are living in is that if they don't have these followers these human followers um they you know their religions and their existence is at stake um so you know it's it's kind of this high stakes situation but we're putting it in like a comedic lens and with young characters that just want to make it and they're they're not only like struggling for their success but they're also struggling for their survival oh wow oh man i definitely picture like as you're talking about this i'm like oh no it's like coco remember me (laughs) (laughs) well yeah definitely i mean there's a lot of religions yeah there's a lot of religions and mythologies that kind of follow that coco kind of storyline it's a thing that happens in egyptian uh mythology and and uh like ancient egyptians they thought that the pharaohs were gods and that after their earthly lives uh, ended they still lived until the last human that remembers them uh goes away and then so then that pharaoh is no more they're officially dead um, so it's, it's just, dead. I don't know, it's really interesting. Yeah, dead, dead. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, how do you kill a god? Forget about them. <laughs> <laughs> right, <Uncool>. but really. <laughs> I, think, I think that also another, another intent that we have is to give voice to minorities. For example, um, when one of Kuna's relatives die, uh, there's a hidden meaning in that, in my opinion. So why there are some gods that are more uh, known than others, or like, let's say, uh, more fashionable. I don't know, maybe they have um, some ways to stay alive. So maybe we want to restore a sort of balance uh, between gods. It's true. Everyone's talking about the Hellenic gods and the Norse gods, but where are the like Polynesian gods, you know? Yeah, they're always forgetting about them with our Western view of the world. Yeah, it's like pretty much Hellenic of like Greek and Roman and then Norse and then Egyptian and then everyone else is just sort of shoved in and like a a less known about. They're an anecdote, right? Yeah, Yeah. it's like every every like world mythology books. Like, all right, chapter one, Greece, chapter two, Norse mythology, chapter three, Egyptian, chapter four, everyone else. Everybody else. It's the (laughs) bonus chapter. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
So that's why, yeah, we're just really excited to want to share, you know, the stories that people don't even know about. Um, and also, like, you know, we're also talking about religions in a sense, too. So we want to bring in, like, other religions that people may not really know about. Or, like, there's even mythologies that were once religions that somehow aren't religions anymore like who decided that i don't know but you know there's like so much going on and so like we just kind of want to bring back these voices and bring back these characters and like bring back this representation in a very fun cartoony comedic way where like anything is possible oh yeah that's our uh that's our whole thing is just like yeah <laughs> with how ridiculous all religions are in the best ways like really mm-hmm. myths you know it's it's so great to be able to like acknowledge and have fun with it, especially like the ones that are like comedic or your trickster gods or, you know, every religion has them. And it's so great to be able to just like talk about them and share them with everyone. Yeah. It's not this just like high, high and mighty and like up at the top, you know, so prim and proper thing. Like it really is just yeah. every, with every religion, it's all everyone, it's people. Everyone's it's all. got a poop myth. Let's just get that out there. That's just a part oh of it. Oh my god! So <laughs> many sexy myths. Oh, so yeah. many sexy myths. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Religion is sexy. Oh. You were here first. Yeah, despite what they told you. <laughs> I'm excited to share my myth today because yeah. it does include both a lot of shitting and some sexiness. So best myth. Um, why don't you go ahead and kick it off and. Yes. Uh, Right before you do that, though, uh, what are you guys drinking? Like, how are you guys uh, setting the mood for these myths? So I have found myself a, a beautiful 2018 California rosé from Trader Joe's. Um, very classy. Um, so that's where I'm about halfway down the bottle. So <laughs> we're going to get there. <laughs> we'll definitely see the bottom of that bottle. Oh, for sure. I'm drinking uh, a wine, a red wine, which is called Lambrusco. And the grapes originate from my region, Emilia-Romagna, which is on the East Coast in Central Italy. So I thought it it, it would be a good way to introduce something, uh, maybe uh, an Italian wine. I'm drinking that. Ooh, very fancy. I've heard the world doesn't know Italy makes good wine. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. That's that's beat. Uh, we ourselves are drinking mango daiquiris. <laughs> Cause, oh. Yeah, because we're tropical, so we are drinking yeah some mango daiquiris, and before that, we uh, the mint juleps. No, it was like it was like a bastardization of mint juleps with like ginger beer. <laughs> like true Kentuckian would probably just kill us for this. No, yeah. no, it's not even a mint julep. At that point, it's like a ginger whiskey. It's yeah, ginger bourbon with a little bit of mint. Very good. Very well, good. Yeah, that's and yeah, we're doing a lot of whiskey today. That's uh, our contribution. <laughs> uh, but with that, we are super excited to jump in. Yeah, uh, Nicole, why don't you tell us about that myth that you were talking about? Yes. Um, so I'm going to introduce uh, something near and dear to my heart. Um, it comes from Japanese Shinto religion mythology. Uh, words are, we could talk about semantics all day, uh, but uh, this is the story of Amaterasu and Susano. Uh, so let's just, let's set the tone because in order to get to know these characters, we got to know the beginnings, the, yeah, the beginning okay. of the beginning. Okay, 
So, in the beginning, uh, <laughs> there were two cre- <laughs> there were two creators, Izanami Omikami and Izanagi Omikami. Japanese Shintoism was really helpful in trying to make the names differentiate from each other. So, yeah. <laughs> Every is about is like three names that sound identical, and they're like they're totally different though. I swear. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's just one syllable, but you'll get it. Um, so Izanami was the the woman creator. So she's like the you know the Gaia, I guess, if you're going to compare it to like Greek mythology. Um, and then Izanagi is the male creator. Um, they come together and they're given this spear from these other mysterious gods that somehow exist but are only really mentioned and never really shown. So I'm, I'm I love that with creation. They're like, okay, but a, a bunch of bunch of people and shit already existed. But this is the creation, I swear. Right, there was nothing. <laughs> a couple other things. All right, it started with these two. Okay, there were a few others, but <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they were given a spear, so they had this spear, um, and they took that spear and pierced the oceans and began stirring it until land began to form, and then the islands of Japan were created, and thus the rest of the world was created. Um, so that's just how sex works, I guess. Yeah, that sounds very uh, <laughs> Oh, I totally missed that. I was just like, stir the pot. Uh, but yeah so um and then so that the islands of japan were created they had a bunch of kids uh but they're not really important to the story um and then uh izanami (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're just like you know all the things that are important you know what life whatever i don't know plants (laughs) but at the, their last child that they, these two, Izanami and Izanagi, had together was the fire. So Izanami gives birth to fire, and uh, this fire child burns her genitals, and she dies. Oh, my God. So, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Izanagi died? Okay. No, Izanami. Izanagi is the man. Izanami is the woman. Izanami had the fire in her loins, Christian, and it consumed her. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, there will be more loins talk later as well oh. in this story. Love me some loins talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so um, she gives birth to fire. It burns her, and so Izanami dies. She goes into the underworld, and Izanagi is Izanagi is like no, my wife, I need to go find her, I need to get her. And in very Orpheus manner, I'm going to skip a lot of details, he goes down to the underworld to get his wife back. Um, And then when he finally sees her, she's super gross, you know, like covered in maggots. She's like totally decaying. Never mind. mind. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah, exactly. I had this different idea of you. Now that we're back. I'm stuck. <laughs> oh, I've moved it's on. like, ooh, you've just you've changed so much. <laughs> Down here, I think bad idea. Meeting other people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, like he sees her, and then she's also like, "How dare you see me without my makeup? Like this is the worst. I hate you." And so she chases him out of the underworld and he, you know, run, books it like he can't even want, he can't even look at his wife anymore. Books it out of the he underworld. This. He don't look back at her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
But so yeah, so he he runs away. He closes like, like they close the the border between the heavens and the underworld. And then he's like, "Oh my god, like that was so gross and I'm traumatized. I need to like go wash myself of this." He's like, "I need to take a shower." Um <laughs> Oh no, we gotta we gotta look at her like that was like, oh, I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So he's like, I need a good cleansing. Izanagi needs some me time to like decompress after this whole situation. Um and he goes into this river and he starts bathing himself. Um so then first he washes his left eye and out comes Amaterasu Omikami, uh, who is the sun goddess and one of the main characters of the story. Um, and so she's born out of his left eye, and she becomes the most important goddess of Japanese mythology. They can be born that way. Like, why go through the fire loins? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. That's why I'm so confused by, like, some of this mytho, like, the, the stories in Shintoism, because they're like, there's all these births, but then, like, you know, after a while, like, the seventh or tenth kid is the most important god. I don't know. <laughs> Usually the way, you know. Seven times the charm, really. Everyone else is a Dan, let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) Martha. Martha, Martha. Um, But so yeah, Amaterasu is born out of the left eye. He washes his right eye and Tsukuyomi uh, is another character, not really important, but he's like the god of the night, so he gets born. And then he washes, um, Izanagi washes his nose, and out comes Susano uh, Omikami, who becomes the god of the seas. Um, you know, because I guess you blow your nose, all this turmoil comes out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Makes sense. right? laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, I didn't make, I didn't, I didn't write it. Uh, <laughs> um <laughs> At the end of the day, out of this whole this whole adventure, we get Amaterasu and Susano. Um, so they get their dominions. You know, Izanagi's like, "All right, my children, these children now, not the ones before, they become gods of the universe." <laughs> this is my new family. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> forget you. Right. Um, so yeah. So Amaterasu is like, "You're gonna be like the ruler of the heavens and the sun." And Susano, you'll rule the seas, um, which you think would be great. Uh, but unfortunately, Susano is like a little bitch and he hates, he hates his job. He's like, no, I don't want to rule the seas. This is the worst. I hate it. I want to be a mom. Like, no, I want to see my mom in the underworld. Like, this sucks. I hate being the ruler of the seas. Like, it's always chaotic and everything. And his dad's like, <laughs> Izanagi's like, but Susano, you realize that the more that you complain, you're the ones making the like oceans turn, you know, tumultuous, and like everything is happening because of you. It's like, but it's wet and there's sand and it gets everywhere, and I hate sand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's going full Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, so you know, like Susano hates being the god of the ocean. Um, like he cries. I killed them all. The, the men, the women, the children. I killed them all. I killed all the dolphins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Exactly. Yeah. Like he he cries so much that like the mountains run out of water and like all the rivers run dry. Like it's just like Susano's a lot to to handle. You know, like he's a little bit you know 
the third kid, the forgotten one, and then the last of the kids, you know, he's begging for attention, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so, you know, he, 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 like, he hates his job so much. So then Izanagi's like, all right, like, you're my son, but I can't deal with this anymore. You're getting kicked out of the heavens. Like, you won't even have this role anymore since you hate it so much. Um, and then Susano, in very Susano manner, is like, I don't, fine, whatever, I will leave anyway, like, I don't want to be here, whatever, so he goes, and he's like, I'm gonna visit my sister Amaterasu before I go, just, you know, so that we can be cool, or whatever, and so he goes up to visit Amaterasu, and, and she hears about this, and she's like, um, knowing my brother, and how he deals with things, like, I'm gonna get prepared, so she, like, puts her hair up, she armors herself, she has arrows, like, at the ready to shoot at him, and he shows up to her talking about like be prepared, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> the whole musical yeah. number. Yeah, she's ready for oh. Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> oh my god, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like she's she's she knows her brother, so she gets she gets sets up, and then so and then Susano shows up, and he's like, oh oh my god, like why are you like doing this? I'm not trying to fight you. Like, God, I just wanted to say bye. Like, can't I just say bye? Um, and so he's like, yeah, like, I'll to prove that all I wanted to do is just like something honorable and not like what I totally normally do. I'm going to like, let's just play a game, you know, like Amaterasu, can't we just play a game? And she's like, okay, yeah, fine. Um, <laughs> uh, so... So they, they, like, entered this little contest. Um, so Amaterasu has this necklace that she's known for. And so she gives this necklace to Susano. And then Susano has this, like, ten-hand broad, ten broad sword. It's a giant sword, bigger than it really needs to be. Like um, a fantasy cloud sword, it's, right? a bus- it's a buster it's sword. A buster like, sword. <laughs> he's not at all compensating. <laughs> No, absolutely not. He's just like that's his sword, you know. Like that, don't even like that's that's his sword. It's it's ten hands wide, like crazy, you know, it's like the biggest sword ever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he so he gives her the sword, and they're like, okay, uh, they break up their their chunk, their like pieces, whatever, their, the, the items into pieces. They chew them up in their mouths, and then they spit out a bunch of kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've yeah. heard multiple ways of where do kids come from, and I don't know which one's right. <laughs> but okay, so they, get the, so they, they broke up the, the sword and the necklace and started chewing that up and spit out spit out little commies? Yeah, spitting out little commies all over the place. Um, <laughs> so Amaterasu broke up the sword into three pieces, chewed it up, and spit out three uh, females. And then nice. Susano took the necklace, chewed it up, and spit out five males. Um, and then Susano's like, ha 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 ha, I win, I have the most children, blah 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 blah. Like, you suck, Amaterasu, I won. Um, and she's like, well, actually, um, <laughs> because of that. <laughs> she's like, actually, because the necklace was my necklace, um, those are my kids, so, like, my uh, necklace made five kids, and then your sword only made three kids, so... Really Who wins now? Yeah, well, so then that's what happened, so he's like, okay, so you made more kids, but, like, 
the the sword made three women and and obviously we all know that women are more like the better ones so like actually i won right because i made the women and you made men so i made women uh so i win i win win the contest (laughs) prioritize women over men what (laughs) yeah it's the first time yeah like yes shintoism thank you for recognizing that women are superior (laughs) <laughs> um not really no we're equals we're equals we <laughs> i feel like these three women are more important than the five men that you made but also they're from the sword so it gets a little nebulous yeah but anyways there's someone's like i won the contest because i made women and you made men but that's my sword but you know whatever i won <laughs> <laughs> and so he and then he becomes like the worst like the the sorest winner ever he's like ah, i won i won i won and then just starts like burning her crops like destroys all of her rice fields takes all the ditches like when you make rice fields you have to dig up all these ditches and fill waters like a whole thing um but then he like starts like filling them with soil you know just like totally destroying everything <laughs> yeah exactly he's celebrating himself so hard um and then like she's like okay yeah whatever like it's my brother i I gotta deal with it you know whatever he's gonna be (laughs) gone anyway he's moving out soon so like i'm just gonna deal with it just like just Um, four more hours of this he's gonna tire himself out take a little nap he'll be gone and i can just go back to my own life (laughs) (laughs) yeah she thinks um and then he comes back and she like throws she's throwing this feast and he shows up and like and comes into this feasting hall and she's like, you know, it's all like dressed up. She's like made a big to do about it. And he like just shits all over the place. Like literally <laughs> like this, this is in the the Kojiki, like the, the sacred Shinto text it says something about like, he excreted his bowels all over the palace. <laughs> it's clear. It is not <laughs> like, yeah, he just dropped Drop trout and just shit all over the place. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying more, guys. Shit. <laughs> hey, I'm a terrorist. Yeah. I know you're the car. Goddess of the sun, but check out this moon. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, he's just, like, shitting all over the place. And Amaterasu is still, like, you know, like, my brother's drunk. Like, you, we gotta just kind of, you know, this is just what he does. Like, That's well, the first time my brother shit himself at dinner. <laughs> yeah exactly um like and there's even there's even some stories where like she sits in his shit like she went to sit down and then like sat oh, on like part really? of it yeah um, no I, I, shame <laughs> it would be like oh it's too much it's too much i didn't want to oh, yeah yeah she was understandably very disgusted and not not enjoying herself at that dinner um but yeah, so she, she like, but she tries to be like, you know, maybe like, like there's even a part when he destroys the rice fields, she's like, it's just maybe he destroyed it because he felt like it, the world just didn't deserve these rice fields. Like maybe he had a reason, you know? <laughs> um, and still like, he's still boasting about the fact that he won. Like this is all because he won a contest. Like imagine if he lost. <laughs> Or winner and sore loser, really. Shitty winner. <laughs> yeah, totally shitty winner. So then the last thing he does, because he's won this contest and he feels so good about himself before he's thrown out of the heavens, um, 
he like decides to flay one of her ponies like her horses and just like opens up the roof of her weaving room throws it into this you know like her her favorite hobby is to weave because you know that's what women do in the ancient times um (laughs) favorite hobby weaving exactly so he he throws this like dead horse carcass into her weaving room destroys the whole room then like one of her handmaidens gets hit in the genitals again um hit in the genitals with one of like the weaving like parts i forget what it's called but it's like a part of one of the weaving things um she gets hit in the genitals and then dies um (laughs) in the private lady first and we just pop like like balloon poppers that's why all the videos are of dudes getting hit (laughs) of all the times i've heard of women getting hit in the genitals every one of them died i don't know if (laughs) that's your experience but yeah it's the fire ones Um, but yeah, so she gets hit, she dies, and then Amaterasu is like, oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening. My brother is so embarrassing. I'm so embarrassed because... You caused one of my handmaids to just, like, die, man. What the hell? Like, yeah, and she takes the blame. She's like, what did I do to make you do all this? And so she... Yeah, she understandably gets very upset and decides to hide herself in a cave. As you do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, Amaterasu needs a little me time. So she she hides herself in this cave. Um, But the only problem about that is, like, you know, when you're the sun goddess, if you hide yourself in a cave, Uh there's no fucking sun. Like, the whole world goes into darkness. The heavens and the earth are just completely dark. She has, she's having a moment, but that's not good for anybody. All the other gods are like, um, we need to do something about this because this sibling rivalry is getting really annoying for all of us. Aaron, there's no sun. No one can see anything. They're bumping into shit. Like, yeah, they're just over. stumbling and being like, oh, fuck, man. Why can't I be the god of something important? <laughs> yeah, They stub their toe. It's like unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they're all just tripping over each other. They're all stepping in through some ocean shit. Oh my god, so much shit everywhere. Yeah, like, I mean, the the Kojiki and the Nihongi are not very clear about how much shit came afterwards, but I'm sure there was plenty more shit after after all this. They just couldn't see it. They're just roaming around. They're like, oh, what was that? Shooting in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of them were missing the toilet. Like, everything was just chaos. Everything was chaotic. Um. So these gods you know, have this little meeting with each other and they're like, all right, so like we need to get involved because this is not good for anybody. Um, so this god named Omo Ikane, who is the god of wisdom, has this great idea. He's like, okay, guys, I I am the wisest out of all of us, obviously. He's like, I, I have a great idea. Let's just throw like the biggest party ever that's the best solution of party actually she's like let's throw the biggest party this world has ever seen and amaterasu like has to come you know because like she's she's the main goddess she can't not show up and the, all the other gods are like yeah 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 like this is a great idea um 
so they start party planning. They're like decorating everything right outside the cave. Um, they bring out this mirror. Does the streamer uh, say, welcome back, Amaterasu, or eat shit, Susano? I can't tell. I can't tell. Turn it up. Put it up. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, you know, like, let's just make it so, like, this is a party that you cannot miss. Party of the, uh, un- like, infinity, you know? Oh, yeah, it's like a mortal fest. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they're like, okay, let's throw this party. They start getting everything set up. Um, and then, you know, they're having a grand old time. And this other god named Amano. Uzume. Uh, we're just gonna call her U- Uzume because, like, this is just... Their names are very complicated. Um, <laughs> but Uz- Uzume is this very, like, seductive and sexual uh, god, uh, goddess. And she just begins dancing, you know? Like, she's that girl at the party that she's got a little bit too much alcohol in her. Yeah, she's like, this girl's on fire! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so in this very sacred religious text, we have this uh, portion where Uzume is like revealing her breasts and she is dancing. <laughs> She's hiking her skirt up to show all of her hoo-ha, everything. Um, just magically appears in the center and it's like, all right. Like, yeah, she's improvising. <laughs> yeah, uh, once again, genitals make another appearance in this story. um and so like obviously like this is all happening outside and like everybody's hooting and hollering and having a grand old time and amateras is like oh my god like i just kind of want to see what's kind of happening but i don't really want to come out but like maybe i i'll just take i'll just take a peek um but first she's like she knocks on the cave door she's like what's going on out there like i it sounds like there's so much fun how can you have so much fun without me i'm the goddess of the sun i'm the most important goddess how can you be having so much fun without me um and uzume like the one that's dancing very seductively she's like oh my god like there's this new god like this new goddess she's like so great and like so beautiful that like we're all just celebrating her instead you know oh first she yeah. got a um, party now she's god goddess yeah <laughs> I, mean, I, I'm, I may be paraphrasing a little bit you know uh, <laughs> Uh, no, that's direct translation. That's, that's the text. That's straight <laughs> out of the Neon, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so Uzuma is like, yeah, no, like there's this whole new goddess, and she's amazing. Like you should come check her out. And Amaterasu just gets so curious that she like peeks her head out of the the cave. And luckily, they had they all decided they're like, you know, the best person to bring Amaterasu out of this chaotic thing it will be Amaterasu herself so they brought a mirror they had a mirror set up for her so when she peeked out she just saw her own reflection and then a little self-love you know (laughs) yeah and she was just so stricken by her own radiance um, that she thought it was the other goddess that they were talking about and she walks out, you know, and be like, I'm going to tell you who's what in this in this Shinto uh, mythology. I'm prettier than her. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's feeling exactly. her. I'm kind of feeling her, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, 
so she's she's stricken by her own light she comes out of the cave and then another one of the gods is like absolutely not like you're never going out of you're never going in this cave again they pull her out um they close the door they wrap it in some ropes which you can see in like any shinto shrine any shinto anything like you'll see these ropes and these cords with these uh like paper dangly things um those that's the correct terminology Oh, yeah. You gotta watch out for those dangly things. Yeah, the ropes with the yeah. paper danglies. I remember learning yeah. about those in school. <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, so they they basically just sealed off that cave forever, and they're like, Amaterasu, you, you're the sun. You have a responsibility. You can't just disappear whenever you want to. Um, and so she comes out, and she's like, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I, that might have been a bit of an overreaction, but my brother is just, like, the worst. Then, you know, that's all solved, and they, they end their party, and then they get Susano, and they start lecturing him, and they're like, you know, you really are just the worst. <laughs> you caused all this chaos. You caused all this chaos, and you just don't know how to behave. And so they cut off his beard, and then he's finally just ejected from the heavens, and he's forced to live on Earth. And then he, like, you know, has this whole other storyline. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the sequel comes out. <laughs> um, but so that's that's the story of Amaterasu and Susano Omikami. You know, it's not the first time that. The world has been saved by striptease, and it won't be the last. Absolutely not. <laughs> Strippers save the world. It's so unconventional. But that's what you gotta do. It's the old ways. You gotta go. It's a classic. Yeah. Have a giant ranger party with strippers and cocaine, and the sun will come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The sun yeah. will come out tomorrow, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's the moral. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 the story. I like sometimes I I've been like I read these Japanese stories and folk tales and and like these myths and I'm like what was the what was the moral of the story? Get a stranger, come out, everyone loves you. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Like <laughs> ooh, shit everywhere and things went bad. How do you fix it? Everyone. <laughs> Big party with strippers and boom, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, but but also part of the reason why I chose this story too was because we decided to, in mythological, we decided to include Susano as a major character. Um, so he's 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 a part of the uh, academy. Uh, like all of our, I forgot to mention this earlier, but all of the characters. Um, take like the story really takes place in the academy which is this like university setting for the show and Susano is the one of the part of the elites which is this group of you know we've got Hercules we've got angels we've got you know other like more prominent cool characters or like Marvel movies I bet (laughs) yeah exactly so you know like we've got these like these the like core elite characters, gods. yeah, the popular gods, um, and Susano is one of those gods. And I was like, 
I just want to throw in this, like, wild card, like, nobody fucking likes this guy. Yeah, like, he's only popular because he's got the family connections, and, like, he's never been able to graduate. Um, <laughs> um, but so, yeah, like, Susano is part of our, like, elite group, um, and so I'm so excited to bring this chaotic Shinto god into this show, and explore his character and, and how he just continuously fucks things up for everybody else. <laughs> he sounds like the worst. I love him. I love him so I love that he was like a an ocean god, but he was like, I want to go to the underworld and see my mom. It's like such a departure from like Hades who hated his job as the god of the underworld and Poseidon who's like, I fucking love the ocean, man. I, I ride that shit all day. <laughs> <laughs> like his like Susano's main Susano's main objection to being the ocean god was that, like, he didn't like how tumultuous the ocean was. But you're like, bro, you're the god of the ocean. (laughs) Like, this is all your fault. You realize this, right? Like, no, I do not. Get ready for surfing to blow your mind. When you sent over the notes for Amaterasu, I was like, why does that sound so familiar? I was like, I've definitely heard this before. And I looked it up, and sure enough, um, I was the little nerd that played Okami, the, like, white wolf from, like, PS2 or whatever. And (laughs) he re-released it on PS4, so I ended up playing it. And the main character of the white wolf is Amaterasu, the sun god. Yeah. It's it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And she has like the little like mirror on her back and I was like, Oh my gosh and like you meet you like pair up with this drunk named Susano who has like one O at the end of his name, but I'm like, This has to be a callback and I'm like, Man, I just need to restart Okami and see what comes up. I know, with the context now, you're like, yeah. oh shit, that's what that is. I was like, Oh my god, you have the sun god in a wolf body, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just, like, it's really cool because, like, there's so much culture. Yeah, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> this wine is uh, not helping my speech. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, there's so many, like, cultural things that you don't really know about or, like, anime or, you know, video games will bring up, but they bring it in out of context, I guess. Um, so it's just interesting to see, like, who these characters are. And also if you compare them to, like, Greek mythology, like, they're just as petty and just and have just as, like, crazy, like, family drama as, like, you know, as every other, like, mythology that's out there. I love it. I love a petty god. I love a god that's, like, I'm going to be so, like, contradictory to everything you do, and here's why, because it's my, for me. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. love the God is so selfish and so petty and it's just like what? I'm gonna do everything about me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Yeah. And there's totally way more. Like the, you know, this is like very early on in the Kojiki, like uh Shinto text. So like there's way more drama with Amaterasu and her brother later on. Uh because like Susano gets like uh kicked out of the heavens and starts ruling japan um and and like starts his own little like family there and then they start trying to rule the world and amaterasu is like um absolutely not (laughs) no i love it yeah and so like there's like way more that goes on uh but it's also weird too because like if you actually ever look at the kojiki it's it's even known that there's way more like uh 
footnotes to the Kojiki than there are just like the actual stories. It's like all the like, but um, like outweighs the this is the story. <laughs> okay, but here's the context to back this up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I liked it so much because it it was so unconventional. Like I've never heard such a story before. And just like. <laughs> Shitting on the floor and rager parties, uh, vanity, got everything. Can you imagine, like, the pitch for this movie? <laughs> okay, so we've, we've got a brother and sister. They're, the brother's just, like, on cocaine. Like, he's going insane. He shits all over the place. And then we've got strippers, like, full frontal nudity. <laughs> it's a blockbuster hit automatically. Potentially gay subtext of Amaterasu who being like, I don't want to get involved with the stripper. Let's let's check that out. <laughs> yeah, this is like I want to get involved with myself. <laughs> this lady, real pretty. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that is yeah. such a good point. That's a good note. Thank you so much for sharing it. And um do you guys want to plug a little bit about like how people can learn a bit more about mythological? Yes, uh, so we do have a website. It is called mythillogicaltheseries.com. Um, right now, we're kind of in this phase where we're, we're really wanting to start pitching to production companies um, and possibly networks just to get more funding, get people you know, on this band, bandwagon because we completely believe in this, this project. Um, I think it would be really good for the world because our, our main goal is just to do what mythology does and to show everybody like how we can be united, how our stories kind of resonate with everybody all throughout the world. Um, but within the context of this is this is survival, this is fight or flight, like we we're fighting for our lives. Um, but it's a it's an animated cartoon, so it's also fun. Um, but so yeah, so we have. We have mythologicaltheseries.com. We also have a forum. So we really want this to be community-based. We want people to engage with us because the more we hear from other people about what interests them, what myths have shaped their cultures, what religions and ideas and practices have, have you know, given them inspiration, the more, the more we hear that, the better the show will become. And that's kind of like our main goal. We want it, we want to keep it sort of grassroots and, and rooted to the people who who believe in these stories. Very well said. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we are not done yet. We still have more myths to cover with Nicole and Giada. So um, look out for those episodes coming up soon. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you guys thank for joining you. us. Can't wait thank to continue you. on. Thank you, Christian and Krista. Thank you very much.